This podcast is part of the Pod Syndicate Valley. For more criminally compelling shows, articles, and conversations, head to wearepodsyndicate.com. All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. I'm ready to party. Good morning, Vietnam! Gentlemen, you can't fight in here. This is the war room. Magic mirror on the wall. Who is the fairest one of all? Yeah. Well, you know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. <laughs> you take care of the cat. Yeah, she's good scratches. <laughs> Otherwise, she will attack the wires and therefore pull the computer onto the floor. That is true. A little bit of the behind the scenes. Yeah. Um, yes, yeah, so welcome to the His Film, Her <laughs> Movie podcast. Hi. I'm Jordan. I'm Lauren. And yes, we are here again for another week. We're on a bit of a roll. We are. One second, <laughs> she's eating some plastic. Yeah, we are. Plastic gone. I have hidden the plastic bag. She can't lick it no more. <laughs> so if anybody knows why cats like to lick a plastic bag... Or, or please, curtains. Or curtains at 4am, please write in and let us know, <laughs> because at the moment our cat just completely baffles us. Yes. <laughs> and she abandons you. And she abandons me. But I think let's get started. Yay. Yes, we are the movie podcast that takes one subject, two movies. That sounded really bad. That Come. sounds like two girls, one cup. Yeah, I didn't really mean it that way. We take one subject and then we try and match our own films into that subject. We're better. Thank you. <laughs> so what are we doing this week? This week we are doing blockbuster kids Films. Yeah, we thought we'd take a bit of a alternative programming. Frozen 2 came out this week. Yes. And that film's going to make a billion dollars. All the people that I know who have been to go see it, my Facebook is full of people going, it's amazing, it's great. Um, there has been a little bit of backlash though. It's got middling reviews, but so did the oh, first no. one. It's got backlash because apparently, slight spoiler alert, yeah. They talk about looking after the environment. Right. And apparently Disney's now just chucking out loads of plastic tat. Oh, okay. So people aren't happy. They're like, you should not have as much plastic stuff to go with a film about saving the environment and not using as much plastic and stuff. Ah, I get you. I get you. So yeah, we we thought because of that, and because everybody will be going to see Frozen 2 and there'll be probably countless adults dragged, dragged, um, Kicking and screaming. Yeah. So we thought a bit of alternative programming picked these kids' blockbuster movies. So what did you choose? I picked the 1995 classic Jumanji. Jumanji. Love it. And I chose 2018's. I think it's it, it's the most modern film I think I've chosen on this podcast. Yeah, it really probably is. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is um, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Yes. The um, Sony Pictures Marvel collaboration. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think it's a, it could be quite an interesting one this week. Yeah, especially as we kind of pick films that both adults and kids yeah. can enjoy. They're not really directed at one specific uh, demographic. Absolutely. It's at 
both. It's got adult humour, kids' humour, flashing lights, explosions. Flashing lights. Monkeys throwing knives. Yeah. Everything that you could want from a child's mm. film. <laughs> so, yeah, do we, have any, do we have any housekeeping? And I don't think we do. We have no housekeeping this, no. this week. Nothing. Yeah. We've been very boring. Just working. Just working. Sleeping. Yes. Eating. Yes. Watching The Crown. But we, we, we'll, get, we'll get onto that on probably another show. Yeah. We'll, we'll binge watch The Crown yeah. and then we'll review it. Yes. So that might be next. That might be tomorrow. I don't know. <laughs> Depends on how the rest of today goes. So yeah, uh, yeah. just as, as always, follow us on our socials, on Instagram, on at his film, her movie podcast, yep. Twitter, at his film, her movie, etc, etc. But I think we should get into the show. Let's do it. What do you want to do first? Let's do Jumanji. Dr. Bornstein? Sarah Whittle calling. Listen, if you could call me back as soon as you can. I think I need to have my dosage checked. That event we've been discussing for a long time now, the one that didn't really happen. Oh, boy. I'm having an episode here today with a little boy that didn't really disappear. I'm sitting in his living room drinking lemonade. If you could call me, I'd really, really be interested in your interpretation. Thank you so much. Call me back ten minutes before the hour. While we're waiting. Whoa! God! And therapy, convincing myself that this doesn't exist. See what happened to you was so awful. I made up this. Sarah, Sarah, it was awful. It was awful. It was awful. It really was. It was real. Real. No, no, no. It wasn't real, Alan. Your father murdered you and he chopped you up in little pieces. Sarah, come on. My dad did that. Okay, so... I'm going to give my synopsis of Jumanji, though... It's a 1995 film. Yep. It's had a recent remake with The Rock and Jack Black. and Reboot. Reboot. Sorry, not remake. Isn't it like a sequel? It's sort of a sequel, yeah. Yeah, so everybody kind of knows the general story. It's a game. Um, people, you play, start to play the game. You have to finish playing the game because lots of things start coming out and attacking you. So. Yes. Our film um, is from, uh, like I said, 1995. It was directed by Joe Johnson. Yes. And it has the much-loved and much-missed Robin Williams playing one of the main main characters. Um, It also has Jonathan Hype, a very young Kirsten Dunst, just to name just a couple of the cast. Um, But with that, what... What it does is you start off with young Robin Williams. Mm-hmm. Um, he finds the game after he's being bullied um, at his father's factory where they're doing some renovation work. He takes it home. Um, he ends up playing it with the girl that he has a crush on and he gets sucked into the game. Yeah. That's in 1969. Nine. So then jump forward to 1995 and... Um, his family have left their house. Um, the game's been put up in the loft and the new owners find it. Yeah. And the kids start to play it and everything, all hell breaks loose. But um, one of them manages, the little boy manages to roll a five, which gets Robin Williams back out of the game. And they basically have to play the game until it finishes. So what is your blurb then? I know you just literally give us a synopsis. My 10 word like synopsis is man child encourages reckless gaming and gets the girl there we go 
Brilliant. Thank you. So I don't know if Manchild is classed as one or two words, but I'm classing it as man two. Manchild is hyphenated, so... I'm, I'm going to class it as two, just to keep it fair. Um, if I come to a synopsis where I have, have a hyphenated word and I'm over, I'm going to count it as one. Cool. But I'm going to be honest and say it's two know, at the That moment. is fine. Um, so... Uh, I was terrified of this film when it first came out. <laughs> um, monkeys. Do not like the monkeys in this. It's their faces. It makes me think of that story, you know, that woman got her face ripped off by monkeys. Yeah. Yeah. Every time I see a monkey, I'm like, no, nah, that thing could rip my face off. <laughs> Don't like them. Would like to see from afar. Kind of freaked me out. So if I was like one of those kids and there was monkeys in the kitchen, that's it. I game over. I'm not playing. To be honest, we should probably see most of the monkeys from afar because when we do, do we do yeah, have to get up close. Really the CG hasn't aged well. But I do feel like a lot of the effects have oh, aged oh, oh, pretty well. We will in get this. into yeah. We'll definitely get into that. I've got I've got points on that, and it. Um, I think it fell it fell at a, a sort of a right time for some stuff and a wrong time for others. Yes, um, they definitely attempted things that. They just didn't quite have the technology yeah. for. But I always think an attempt is better than just avoiding it. Especially when this this film was huge. I remember this coming out and it being everywhere. Yeah. So much stuff about it and so many things was spoken about it. And um, one of my favourite scenes is the stampede. Mm-hmm. And I remember watching... That was, um, that was a big trailer scene. That was a really big trailer scene. But I remember watching... Um, how they made it because I was too scared to go see the film mm. but I could watch the whole science and the special effects behind it because I was like oh well, I know it's not real because I can see how they've done it yeah. I remember watching that and what they did was they built up like half of the room with the book cased in and then basically got a big battering ram and just smashed it into the wall to get like the effects that mm. way they can see it and that was one of the first sort of things I remember seeing of how they did special effects. Yeah. And I thought it was amazing. I was like, that's really cool. Because it is very much, this film is very much some physical, you can physically touch them type of effects and others are CGI. Yes. But, gone off on a bit of a tangent, so I apologise for that. Um, you should apologise. Don't apologise, that's fine. <laughs> I think it's a very interesting film because the whole main story is playing this game and trying not to get, trying to keep everybody around them like safe from the animals that come out and um, fixing the house because the house is trashed and trying not to get into trouble. But it's got a very deep meaning of how kids are, the like the two modern kids have lost their mum and dad. Mm -hmm. It's very deep meaning of how they're dealing with the grief of that and also. the complicated Robin young Robin Williams has with his dad, which is of course manifested in the Hunter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Van Jonathan Pelt. Van Pelt. Yes, Jonathan Hyde plays uh, Mr. Parrish, the father, but he also plays Van Pelt, and the language that he uses is very much stand up, take it like a man. Yeah. Don't do this. I'm disgusted by you. You're so weak and all this. Because his dad is very much like, no, you've got to stand up to the bullies. Be a man. Do this. Be strong. Be proud. And it, it it's very... It, it's, it, like, it, it's, it's very much of that era. It's, it it's, it's is. It's the 50s, 60s. Pull your bootstraps up. Yes. And just be a man where 
as I say, things have evolved since then. Things have evolved a lot since then. Um, I think it's, I think as well as you get older, you see that his dad obviously really did love mm-hmm. him. He was so excited about him going, you stood up to the bullies and I'm so proud of you and you've proven that you were strong and that you were brave and, you know, that you were grown up and that you can do this. And so when he gets, he says, you know, when I send you to this school, all my family's been to this school, the men in the family's been to this school. It's a great honour to go. We're so proud of it. And he's like, oh my God, no, I'm not going to this. This is awful. This is like mm. the worst idea. But you can see like to the parents, it's a big deal. Mm. It's like, we don't want to send you somewhere where we don't think that you'll be able to cope. Yeah. And you've proven that you can cope and you can face adversity. We think that you'll do really well here. And I think as a kid, you're like, oh, those parents, they, they just got beat up and now they're sending him away and it's awful. But then as you get older, you're like, no, they're, they're actually saying, you have proven that y- you are stronger than yeah. what you think you are. And um, so we want to try, we think that you'll survive here and give yourself the best start in life. Although it is misguided, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's well-meaning behind yeah. it. I think around about... That's the, the only part of the, the film where I, I don't have any issues with what happens with it, but it's just the the quickness it happens. Yes. Because it goes from zero to a hundred with the conflict. Yes. Very quickly. It's like, okay, just calm it down a little bit. But it, it doesn't really it, have the time It doesn't to have... Do yeah, therefore, yeah, it's, it's trying to get them out of the building so they can play the game and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And you do understand that, but sometimes it's just sort of like... It feels forced and it feels sort of unorganic. Yes. But, yeah, brilliant. Anything else? Um, When the Modern Family are buying the house. Yeah. The house. I, I'm, I'm so sorry, listeners. I'm so bad with names. You know who I mean. This film's like nearly 20 years old. You know who I mean. Um, The realtor says, oh, this is great. This town could really use a B&B. Have you seen... Who is visiting this town? I counted two sex shops, loads of thrift stores, loads of stores closed down, so many homeless people, and everything's vandalised. Who is going to this town that will need a and b Because it looks like you can get mugged the minute you leave the main street. It's it's so weird, because when you do get to the... the, um, I want to say, like, current, but it's not, it's 1995. Yeah. Um, modern in like when it was made yeah uh, it's yeah it looks like this suburbia has turned it like New England suburbia has turned into like the New York of the 70s yes like what the hell happened when one factory closes down it was that detrimental it was like the whole town I can understand when like Detroit had that issue because loads and loads of factories closed down and it put loads of people out of work this was one factory though I have to say for the time it looked like it was a very progressive factory Mm -hmm. they had people of colour who were obviously in management thought that looks really good Um, but to then just like they close it down and everything goes to pot um, and my favourite line, one of my favourite lines is um, when Van Pelt is getting the gun, the guy goes, yeah, you're not a postal worker, yeah. are you? And it's like, ha. <laughs> kids won't get it, adults will be like, oh, I know that reference. But that's it. And for me, it's, first of all, like, what a great idea for a movie. Yeah. It's such a creative idea. 
It's something um, that all kids can relate to, playing a board game and getting... It is, because some of them are, you do get sucked in. Absolutely. Your imagination. Yeah, you do, and it take, completely takes over, and then you see these things, and at the, at the time, they were groundbreaking effects. Yes. And you're just like, what the hell has happened? This is amazing. Hence but it's, why it's, it gave me nightmares. Yeah, but it's a theme park ride. Yeah. The whole movie is just a theme park ride. Yeah. It's, it's got your ups and it's got your downs, and it takes you from side to side. And I love the structure of it not not the going from past to present but the fact is it's built around turns mm-hmm. on a board game yes i like that so therefore you've got this very very strict structure that uh, the, the plot's going to go somewhere with this turn the plot's going to go somewhere with the that other turn. turn yeah and you've got all these challenges coming through with each turn like for example you start with um the bats. Well, the, the bats and then he gets sucked into the game but then when we get to the in 1995 you've got the the mosquitoes and the lion yes. and so it's thrown always throwing something new at you that you've got to deal with and i think that helps pacing quite a lot yes because this isn't a long movie it's like 115 minutes yeah it's quite i think it's a good one it's a good family length absolutely film. And I think that's why the pacing is good. It keeps kids interested. Mm-hmm. Every five, ten minutes, there's something new happening on the screen. Yeah. There's something exciting Visual. happening. And I think, like, even now you could get a kid, put them down in front of that film we've never seen it before. And even then, I think they'd be like, this is good. It's exciting. What will happen? Mm. Like, No, absolutely. Though uh, I did say that it's a little bit annoying that they wait about 20 minutes in between... What will, for them, that's like 20 minutes in between throwing the dice, I'll be sitting there like, throw, your turn, yeah. throw, throw well, the that, dice, throw that, the I, dice. I think that's one of the, um, you could actually post, okay, well, would you would you not just throw, 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 it's like a, it's a plot hole, really. Yes. Once you see that bad crap's coming out, just get through the turns it's, as fast as possible. true, because I think, as well, I think they only have like three turns each. Yeah. Therefore, it could have been done in five minutes. It really could have. <laughs> We have the Jumanji game. We do. We need to see how long it takes you to get through everything. Yeah. But uh, there's one, one more, well, because I've got a couple of more things. The idea of the drums um, yes. for the board game, that is such a nice little element because it's, it's sort of threatening. Yeah. But not at the same time. It's, you do wonder what's happening, but it is quite threatening. But I remember back in the day, it must have been I mean, obviously late 90s. Can you remember the cartoon? Of what Jumanji, because uh, it's set in the yeah. t- in in the time when Alan Parrish gets sucked into the game, so it takes place in Jumanji. The 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 I, think I so. loved that cartoon. It was so so good. But I used to watch a lot of really messed up cartoons. That's probably one of them. Yeah, it was really good. But then again, you've got the the heart and soul of the film is Robin Williams. He's just wonderful. And, I mean, this is a Joe Johnson movie, and Joe Johnson comes from the school of Spielberg. Mm-hmm. So therefore, you've got... It's not quite ambling, but you've got very much that childlike feeling towards it. And mm-hmm. Robert Williams is very much that childlike personality. Yes. And he plays that up really, really well, because, yes, he probably does have some sort of arrested development because he doesn't understand modern world. God, no, no. Because he's been stuck in the jungle, but... Yeah, he is well, he fantastic in it. A crocodile. He wrestled a crocodile, yes. Just before I move on, can yeah. we very quickly discuss special effects? Yeah, I really want to do. So, so that's my thing was 
1995, if it was 10 years later, mm-hmm. I think this film would look worse. I think it would look worse because people stopped using... Animatronics. Yeah. So therefore, you've got some elements in this. Like, for example, the lion. The yeah. lion's head... The lion's head is animatronics. The face is just... It's just not quite right. But I would rather have that... Yeah. ...than a full CG not looking great. Because it's not really them looking fake. It's when they interact with the environment. For example, with the lion, if you, you always look at the face, but if you look at the back legs and how it's positioned on the floor and the shadow and how it works, that's when it starts to look fake. The monkeys are a car crash because oh, they look terrible. Horrific. They're awful. But I guess... Monkeys are very much uh, like moving around. Everything with a monkey moves. Yeah. Whereas with the lion, you're going to have it and it pounces mm. and then it's lying on the bed. For me, the thing that I felt looked like, it's um, the eyes just weren't quite right. Yeah. Um, and that, that to me is a big thing with animatronics. I felt like it, the eyes looked too flat, mm. if that makes sense. So then it just threw the face off a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, the mosquitoes. Mosquitoes. They, I thought they were pretty good. They're fine. I mean, yeah. They move too fast for you to be able to get a good. And that's that's the, what they did well. Yes. Is that what they do well is especially with the stampede stuff. Yeah. They've got enough motion blur on the animals that it doesn't look too. It bad. doesn't look too bad. No. So therefore, it it does go with obviously green screen. Yeah. But. It, but it's, if you really stop and look at it, and if they sort of try to make it look perfect and real, it would have looked even faker. It would. So therefore, the, the fact that they've just shoved a load of motion blur on it... it, it, it but they're moving loads. So they yeah. are, they're running. So they would be blurry. Yeah. Um, spiders are terrible. Oh, now the spiders. I, I'm not a fan <laughs> of spiders. Any kind of... any Like we watched... We were going to watch the Doctor Who, one of the new seasons weren't we? Yes. And um, it got into like this guy's room with like where you're being cocooned and like spiders thing. I was like, I've got to turn this off. Can't physically cope with it. <laughs> and I remember being, that really scared me as well as a kid. And then you see the spider, the silhouette of it coming down. Yeah, and, over, that, and that's creepy. That is, but the, when they're coming down and they're moving their legs that way, which is done by um, CGI, brilliant absolutely brilliant you then see the puppets on the floor and it looks like somebody's got a little stick underneath going bouncing them along the floor because there's something it just looks like on a string it's just like as you would with a cat with a toy it's like a cat toy it's a giant cat toy (laughs) just like sort of like little tiny shaky bounces across the floor which I'd not seen before until like we'd watched this again and you, you obviously like start to pay a bit more attention to things yeah yeah um sometimes they had them with like the legs sort of like shakily moving very sort of like 90s toy where they were obviously like uh the one one from the right and one from the left sort of joined in the middle of the yeah. body so it was like moving together yeah which is not how a spider would work would move the only time they looked good was when they were coming down from this that, that's it yeah it, it, because when you don't have the movement of, of a spider then it just looks fake yeah so but, then if i wasn't scared but then you've got i mean yeah it works it, it works really well as a concept and yes it is it's it's like human i'm into it bonnie hunt is such a 90s casting choice and i she, love it she is yeah and she's really um, good in this but yeah jonathan hyde 
he is such an underrated actor. I mean, he's great in this. He's great in Titanic. Yes, he's great he in is. so many different things. But, but he never plays like a nice person. But he's, he, he's got a menacing face. He's like, um, oh, what's the guy who always plays Nazis? Who always plays Nazis? Yeah. Um, or like you see him and he's usually in some sort of like Nazi uniform. Christoph Waltz. We've only played Nazi once, but... Um, no, the guy was in Schindler's List. Oh, Ray Fiennes. Yes. He's only, he's only ever played a Nazi once, but... I yeah. thought he played it a couple of times. No, but he, he kind of... He's like the, one of it the best... It sounds really yeah, bad yeah. to say it. He makes a good Nazi. <laughs> yeah. Because he looks the part. He just sort of looks so menacing. I don't think I've ever seen Ray Fiennes in like a nice role. I've only ever seen him in menacing things. He's seen a few good. I mean, he's he has done some sort of romantic films. Because he was in a Jennifer Lopez movie called Made in Manhattan. Oh yeah, God, never watched that. No, I think I knocked it off after she sadly didn't get hit by the garbage thing. <laughs> I was like, but, oh well, this isn't fun. But he's one of the um, I think to Jonathan Hyde that is he's one of the MVPs. But also people like um, David Alan Greer who plays. Um, Bentley, Charles Bentley. Is it Charles Bentley? No, it's not. Do you mean Clark? No, the he's a cop. Yeah, um, Carl. Carl, Carl Bentley. Yes. And he is really funny in it. He is. He, he's got such a good face. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's brilliant. And Chris Kirsten Dunst, like, she's very, very dry in it. Mm-hmm. And I love the whole thing about her giving different stories to how their parents died as this <laughs> defensive mechanism. They were negotiating peace. In the <laughs> Middle East, and then the boy comes up. They were in marketing, <laughs> but, all, but but also this is a film. It's weird when you watch because I, I haven't seen this in God ten years at least. Mm-hmm. I remember really quite vividly. This film taught me what reverse um, reverse psychology, reverse psychology is, mm-hmm. and understanding. Okay, that's what people are doing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, it's a great movie. It's a, it's a, it's a good pick. It's not, a, it's not an all-time classic for me, but it's always enjoyable. Yeah, that's it. I think it's a good one. I think that it stands up to the test of time. You don't have to know anything about this film to be able to watch it yeah. and enjoy it. Um, I've got two little fun facts. Yeah, the, the, okay, so the first one is... Robin. Should I just say two, oh, yeah. well, one thing? Um, well, two things, actually. One of the things is, again, where it hasn't aged well was a quicksand scene. Oh yeah, that wasn't great. But then Robin Williams is hilarious yeah. and he totally makes up for it. You're too busy looking at his face. But also it's some great, great set design work. I mean, yes. like the set of that monsoon sequence is, it, it looks beautiful. That is, to me, a ride. Mm. That is a ride that you'd go on at Universal yeah. or Disney or something. Absolutely. Sorry, yeah. Um, so, uh, although Robin Williams was the top billing star, he doesn't actually appear for the first 28 minutes. Wow. So, a little bit of a secret. Um, and then, the other thing, which I was kind of hoping it would be in this cut, and it wasn't. Apparently, in cinemas, at the end, uh, at the Christmas party, and the kids get the shoes from Robin Williams, Um Apparently they were going to be tra- apparently when they opened them up, their trainers called Jumanjis. Alright. But that's apparently only in cinema cuts. And I was hoping that this one, because of the platform that we watch the films on, they tend to have cinema ones on because yeah, yeah. you pay extra. Um, I thought that 
it might be in it. And so I was a little bit disappointed that it wasn't because because I didn't see it in the cinema. Mm. It was something that I haven't... I've never seen that. No. I've not seen, but then um, I don't know if anybody else has seen it or if it maybe Because this is a film that tends to come on like maybe around Christmas yeah. sort of time. I don't know if it's maybe in that one. Maybe. So we'll have to maybe keep an little eye we out will. and see. We will. But that is, that is me. Brilliant. So I think we'll have a little break and we'll come back with my film, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Yes. Good afternoon, good morning, good evening and welcome to Film Bastards, a podcast where three friends, two of them married and two of them podcasting life partners, chat everything from new releases, trailers, news and an eclectic mix of other film goodies. Oh, and many, many, many tangents. You can find them by searching your podcast provider or check them out on Twitter and Instagram by searching Film Bastards. You never know, you might like it. And if you don't, well, we don't really give a f***. The Mulberry Boys, every Friday night On the show, you better know they keep it tight ETL is back and the J-Strim's in the zone Introduce the co-host, he doesn't do it alone PCZ is about to hold court You know he's on the headset, you can hear him snort Pop culture movies, TV shows and games Rotten Tomatoes reviews news and Blu-rays Foggy don't play around, he will bust a drop fast Welcome to the Entertainment Landfill Podcast The Jason and Steven Show It's the Jason and Steven Show What? The Jason and Steven Show It's the Jason and Steven Show Moving in the dark. You're late again. Einstein said time was relative, right? Maybe I'm not late. Maybe you guys are early. <laughs> Sorry, it was just so quiet. Would you like to keep standing there or do you want to sit down? Our universe is in fact one of many parallel universes happening at the exact same time. Thanks to everyone here at the Fisk family. I liked your joke. Really? I mean, it wasn't funny. That's why I laughed. But it was smart, so I liked it. I don't know. I don't think I've seen you before. So yeah, I am going to start with 2018 Spider-Man the Spider-Verse. Yes. This is the um, Bob Pachetti, Peter Ramsey and Rodney Rothman movie. Three, three of them. Three people? Three people. Film? Yeah, animated sometimes. It depends on who gets on what start of the project middle of the project and the influences goes on it it's oh, a whole okay. director's guild of america thing oh okay but yeah it's this is well i've got my 10 word synopsis yes what's which that? is new spider-man saves the world with other spider people sounds good yeah so the, the most interesting thing about this film i think is that it is miles morales mm-hmm. the spider-man so you've got this young um black Spider-Man, which came to fruition in like the early 2000s with his run um, mm-hmm. in Spider-Man. But yeah, it's it's a story of there's an interdimensional device. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Spider-Man fights Green Goblin, but it's Kingpin who's trying to bring back some family members. His wife and son. His wife and son. Something goes wrong. 
the actual Spider-Man dies, yeah, gets killed, and then Miles Morales, who gets bitten by a, it is a radioactive spider, but it is sort of like a technology, like it's like a technology spider. It's not a a technology spider. A technology spider. That's my very very in depth take on the film. I think you tell Jordan aced his science GCSE. Got an A. <laughs> he did better than me then. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so the th- thing about this movie is it's a film that genuinely surprised and impressed me with its style, mm-hmm. first and foremost. is like when I saw it in the cinema last year, it was so creative and imaginative with the way it presented its story. It does the same things with the way it tells its story, but... Yeah just visually on its own it is so stimulating and so we we watched it here at home and even on our tv it still looks incredible the annoying thing was that because it's obviously getting dark out yeah we watched it friday night yeah yeah, yeah. friday night after work so it was really dark outside so then we had to put the light on so we could write notes and i'm like oh can we can we not have the light off because it just like the color Mm. and everything it just looks it would be so good pitch black maybe a little backlight on the tv but yeah it's like it's like it's it's sort of like melt your eyes good it really does but yeah it's it does really well in Presenting this sort of multiracial family, mm-hmm. you've got a black son, a black father, and a, and a Latino mother, mm-hmm. and it's it is youth and youthful and vibrant and fresh, which is what Spider Man should be. Spider Man is a child, he is, yeah, and it tells its story in exactly the same way that its character should be, and I love that. It has a fantastic soundtrack. Yes, the soundtrack's it's just amazing. Great score, and yeah, it's. It's funny, it's menacing, it's really, really interesting the way it actually gets along with the story. Mm-hmm. The introduction of the other spider people is brilliant. Can we say spider people? There is a spider pig. He's not a person. He's oh, a God, spider. Well, species. Spider species. Okay. There's a robot. Yeah. So what spider do you think about things. this? Well, you went, I remember you going to go see this film and I was like, I'm not going to go see this film. I am working way too much. I can't be bothered to go watch a cartoon. So I didn't go. Quite regret it now. Um, I really, really liked it. Um, I loved how at the start it was mocking the original Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah. Brilliant, because you know everybody loves to mock that first one, even though it was amazing. Well, yeah, I mean, he mocked the third one most of all. I think with the dancing. Yes, but I just I, but I like that little that little nod. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I like the fact that the kids won't get that, but then the adults will. Very meta. Very, very meta. Um, Forty two is everywhere. I noticed it in like it was on the back of the spider. It was on walls. It was on bits of paper. It was on everything. Um, now I know that's the name. I know that's the thing on the spider. I also thought possible nod to Hitchhiker's Guide to the yeah, Galaxy. Yeah different worlds and everything yeah. which i thought was really cute because i always love a little bit of a hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy um spider-man b like the second one i really want his spanks because <laughs> they were on point like he went from like blobby to buff in those spanks yeah. so i feel like i need them for the christmas party loved it um the prowler i want you to answer me this question so the prowler, big bad guy, stalking people, killing them. Mm-hmm. Nobody knows who he is. Has all this high tech gear on. 
man doesn't wear a bulletproof vest. Well, true. Gets but... killed by one bullet to the back, but doesn't wear a bulletproof vest or like a stab-proof vest or anything like that. I find that to be a bit of a plot hole. Uh, it's. I think what it does well with with that story. I mean, I think the parlor is actually the way they use him. It's really a good character. It's really good design. The the music drops when he comes on. Mm-hmm. It's really menacing, and yeah. it's like the, the the sort of the screeching that happens. But what it does really is it tells the exact same Spider Man origin origin, but in a different guise. So oh yeah. So instead of it being Uncle Ben, mm-hmm. it's his it's his other uncle, but obviously he was a the, the, the baddie, a villain in this piece. And but you can. Talk, you can get into plot holes of... That was actually uh, the only thing I found wrong with it. I was yeah. like, why would this supervillain not have protection on? Um, yeah, I, I really liked it. Mm-hmm. I liked that Doc Ock was a woman in this. Yeah. Albeit a woman who looked like Thorgy Thor. She did look like the drag queen, yeah. She did look like Thorgy Thor. It was the hair and the way she piled all the dreadlocks onto her head and I just sat there and went, well, that's it. We now need to make a real life version of this and just have Thorgy as Doc Ock. Brilliant. And that's it. I think when they do that, because I didn't know she was going to be Doc Ock, it's a surprise of it like... It is the surprise. When, when, when she comes out and we've actually been saying that, we've just spoiled it for anybody who hasn't seen it. But. Okay, right. It's, it's been everywhere for ages. We'll just put like, I'll just put a spoiler alert on like yeah. the posts. But yeah, it's, it is such a good movie. I mean, again, it is, it's about what maybe an hour fifty? It, it, it's not short for an animated movie, no. a kids movie, but it will keep your attention just visually, mm-hmm. and that's not even. I mean, some kids might not get the jokes because the jokes are sometimes thrown yes. quick and fast and ju- are gone within a second. Mm-hmm. Um, like I love the the style change when he does get bitten and he wakes up and. You get the dialogue boxes of his inner monologue yes. coming up and just the way... Like the comics. It was so yeah. good. And even the, the texture of it all, because you do get the little um, ink sort of texture to to the actual scenes and you mm-hmm. see the little circles. It's just like so much thought and love has went into this film. Oh, God, And yeah. like it's... I, I'm fully on board. This is genuinely the best Spider-Man movie. Oh, Definitely. Even including the new Marvel ones and whatever, this is by no far. And that's no disrespect to Tom Holland because he he's great, he's amazing. And the thing is, if if you had to have a Spider Man in real life, I think Tom Holland is brilliant at it because he's the only Spider Man that we've actually had in real life who is the correct, who looks the correct, age. who looks the correct age. He isn't like a thirty year old man going out with like a sixteen year old girl. He looks the correct age. Um, but when you talk about the style, like I loved how all the different spider peeps species spider species had a different style. Yeah. Um, my Com- favorite. Yeah, I know who your favorite is. Is Nicholas Cage because to me it didn't look like he was drawn in certain ways. It kind of looked like they just got Nicholas Cage to wander around on a green screen. <laughs> Like in that outfit, like the texture of that character was so different to the others that there were scenes where they were standing together and he looked more 3D. Yeah. And so I was like, have they literally just got Nicolas Cage to wander around in a trench coat and they've just gone, boop, you're in the film. (laughs) Well, that's it. The different actual animation 
design of mm-hmm. each of the characters and how when they're fighting, when they actually do an action, the action is even with with Within fitting. their styles. It's so good. It's and like so yeah, long. Feel, um, Spider-Man Noir is hilarious. Love it's him. So genius. Love him. Um, I need an entire film of him just trying to work <laughs> out like our world. Yeah. I need that so badly. That would be so, so good. But yeah, it's... Yeah, I, I love this movie. But thinking, my favourite of them all is... The Gwen Stacy Spider-Man, Spider-Woman. Yeah. Because she, her design, her look is brilliant. Oh, it is. It's absolutely beautiful design. Who, um, who is... Hayley Steinfeld. Oh, that's where I know her voice from. You know, when you're sitting there going, I know this. A lot of the voices, I was like, I know who this person is. And, um, Spider-Pig, it's, um, oh, I know who he is. He's like John Mulaney. His name is. He's in. Um, he's a Saturday Night Live guy. He's, he's done Simpsons stuff. He's done Big Mouth. Um, oh, that'll be where I know him from. I know him from Big Mouth then. Portlandia. Yeah. Yeah, but it, yeah, it's, it's just um, and then you like Spider Man B. You're like, who's this guy? And you're like, it's this guy okay. from. It's Jake Jake Johnson. Yeah. Sorry, from New Girl. And I was like, yeah. oh, I know him because I've watched loads of that. And do you read the Spider-Man in, well, the one that dies is actually Chris Pine. Oh, is it? So, it's, I mean, the voice cast is really good. And the guy who plays um, Uncle Aaron is Mahershala Ali as well. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it's... That's it. But it's like some voices you'd be like, I know this voice. Mm. And you're like, this person's like really famous or whatever. And yet they're... The, sp- the spider species don't have a huge amount to sort of say. No. Because they're sharing it with like six of them. So they're all sharing screen time most of the time. So to then get like big actors and people who where you can listen to me, like I know who that is. Yeah. I think that's a big thing because a lot of the, because a lot of the time if you get household names on, it is for like, I don't know, like Aladdin. You knew... You hear Robin Williams in that, but he's the genie. He's in it loads, so they utilise his voice, and you know who it is. In this, it's they're utilised in a very small way, but not one of them sort of goes... None of the actors are more important than the others, Mm. is what I'm trying to say. So they don't just go, oh, because we've got this person, they're going to speak the most. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The people... They all speak in accordance with like their importance to Miles. Yeah. Which I think is good. But that's the thing is, I think as well as, think about like last year, the, the importance, and don't be wrong, it, it was an important milestone in cinema, but like the importance of Black Panther. Yes. And to have that cast um, in a, a, a film that grossed over a billion dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, it got Best Picture nominated. But this as well, I mean, obviously, this won actually Best Picture at the Oscars. Yeah, it did, yeah. Um, which is the first comic book film to actually win a Best Picture um, in its in its category. And I think it is, it's it's just as important because it shows a different experience to Peter Parker, mm-hmm. especially in that setting of, of like sort of graffiti. Yeah, it's, it's just modern and it's very now, mm-hmm. I think it feels like, again, with, with the music choice and things like that. But there's a cliche of seeing, I've never seen anything like it. Yeah, but I, I haven't. And I, I haven't seen anything like this before. Just the way it's been told and the way it looks, it is 
genuinely surprising and yes. that's what i love about it most yes i think it's a very good choice cool cool and i think that's probably it i mean i, I i've got a couple of notes but do you know what it's if you haven't seen it go and see this movie yeah really um, go and see it because it's just it's such a good film yeah and if you haven't seen jumanji one where have you been for 15 years yeah and two sit down and watch it and the thing is they are two good kids movies i mean yeah, some of the prowler stuff might scare um small children but then again the lion might scare them yeah in jumanji hell the monkeys terrified me <laughs> Probably terrified Jordan with the amount of bad CGI that they were. So, well, yeah, it's one of those things when you when you. I actually thought going into it, Jumanji this season. I'm going back into Jumanji, but I was tentative because I haven't seen it in so long. I didn't know how much animatronics there were. I don't know how much mm-hmm. CGI there was. And I was surprised that most of it was animatronics, and I like that. Because I even, to be honest, I would say when we said it, it fits in the right place. If it was ten years before, it would have been entirely animatronic, and I think it would have looked quite cool. I mean, yeah. you wouldn't have been able to do the stampede stuff, but I think it would have looked so. I mean, niche, and yes. it you would have been able to amp it up, and even like get somebody like the Jim Henson company to do stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It would have been unbelievable. But yeah, I think for the time, it was in that era of. Than playing with special effects on a on a big scale, yes, and playing with animatronics, and I think George Johnson got that just got a, right. He got a good balance, but yeah. now you well, can other see other than the monkeys, other than the monkeys, but monkeys are hard. <laughs> monkeys are hard. monkeys are hard to do. I I get that they still scare me. Yes, but um, it, you kind of see people kind of going back a bit now to more animatronics. Like, mm-hmm. with, is it the Dark Crystal on Netflix? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All that. So hopefully we might see a bit of a revival yeah. oh, of I'll this type that. thing because I feel like CGI takes a huge amount of skill mm. but animatronics so much more. Because you, you've got you, to make it... It's the uncanny valley. Yeah. You've got to make it look real. But that's the thing. You've got to make it look real but not too real because if you look at for example we're getting a tangent here but look <laughs> at the new lion king oh i'm not gonna watch it. it's not it's not it's just cgi but it's you don't get a performance out of it whereas mm. even even with the drawn animation you can yes sometimes when they make faces they don't look like lions but it doesn't care because you the, the character is getting the emotion across it's a cartoon you yeah. don't expect them to be perfect but no, but I think that, yeah, I think that's another episode for us. That in the is bag. us done. Um, next week, we are doing... Yes, we are doing well. We're looking outside to a very dark, damp day, and we thought it... Standard for Cumbria. Yeah, it's standard for Cumbria. But we thought, well, what do we think that would be fitting for now? Winter warmers. Yes. Perfect. Winter films. It doesn't have to be Christmas. It doesn't have to be anything like that. Just films that you go... Oh, it's a cold, snowy winter's day. Let's wrap up with a blanket and a dressing gown and your fluffy socks, if you may, and the cat and watch a good, feel-good winter film. Yes, yes. I think that could actually, I've got a few in my mind at the moment, but I might just surprise you with it. You might surprise me. Yes, yes. But I think that is it for another episode, so... Yeah, we'll be back. We'll, we'll, we will be back next Monday. Yes. And we will see you later. Bye.